Melendy has supported thousands of light workers, healers, and starseed in aligning with their highest path for abundance, impact, and freedom by tapping into the cosmic intelligence. She's an astrologer, certified Akashic Records practitioner, and also holds a master degree in psychology. Wisdom from each of these modalities is incorporated into her work. Kara has gone from struggling entrepreneur who was overwhelmed with debt and confused about her life path to multi-six-figure business queen, deeply aligned with her purpose work on this planet. She is on a mission to help as many other lightworkers as possible to do the same. Kara combines spiritual practices, cosmic wisdom, and psychological tools to help you elevate into true wealth, reach more people with your healing gifts and messages, and connect with your highest timeline for this life's journey. Hello, Kara. How are you? Good. It is so wonderful to connect. I know we're going to have an amazing conversation. Thank you. Thank you. I am so glad that you uh, are on here and sharing your story and sharing um, everything all about your journey and how you got here. So yeah, so let's start. So the question is, how did you um, tell me about you and your journey of how you got into the spiritual world? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, since I was a kid, I felt very connected to spirituality and in one form or another, like earlier on in life, it was definitely more, um, religious background, but I always felt that call that there's something more, there's something more that we can see and hear, like there is something beyond all of that. So I actually felt that very early on in my life and in my journey. And I just kind of leaned in initially. Again, it was religion more because that's what was available at that time. And I was always open to different religious perspectives as well. So even though I had grown up as Catholic, I was very open to these different traditions. I just had that yearning to like learn more to lean in. And, you know, as I got older, then it started to branch out more into meditation and just kind of finding your personal journey with spirituality away from the religious route. And that's where I dove more into meditation classes, where I started diving into energy work and just kind of finding my own path with that. And it eventually led to the Akashic Records, which is something I work very closely with today. And it, that's just such a beautiful way for exploring what our spiritual gifts are, what our soul path is, what our karmic path is. And I really, um, you know, leaned into that to coming kind of full circle and even certifying people in the Akashic Records today. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely like an interesting journey. And I think, you know, technically we're all kind of on spiritual paths anyway, like we're here in human form, which is beautiful navigating this earthly experience, but we're connected to the divine. So I think whatever path we actually choose mm -hmm. is going to be a spiritual journey. So it's certainly a path that I still continue to navigate today as well. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And uh, from there, how did you 
start actually helping people or you tap in into actually that helping individuals, how did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Yeah, well, my background's actually in psychology. So I have a master's in psychology before I branched more into the Akashic Records and working more closely with astrology. So as a kid, I also knew I really wanted to help people. So I always had that calling toward that spiritual path. And in addition to that, I really just wanted to help myself as well, heal from anxiety and trauma, and I wanted to help others. And at that time, psychology was kind of the route that was available. I always say if it was like astrologer was a more well-known profession back then, <laughs> um, you know, that's probably, I probably would have dove into that at that time. But psychology was kind of the route you would take if you wanted to be of service to people. Even back then, coaching wasn't that big. Like I'm talking like when I was in high school, <laughs> we yeah. didn't really have those conversations about these different avenues that have opened up to people today since that time. So it was definitely uh, leaning in to psychology, I ended up getting my master's in psychology. And, you know, from there, I did work on growing a private practice for a while, but I felt that pull again toward spirituality. So I ended up coming in contact with different teachers and healers who introduced me to the world of energy psychology, which mm -hmm. at that time, I didn't realize was actually different from what you were learning in like mainstream psychology and in the school system, because in my mind, I thought the more tools you have to help people, the better. And I was always just open to learning these different tools that I could really share with the world. So um, yeah, I ended up diving in more into the energy psychology route, kind of going down that path. And it was through energy psychology, learning different modalities like EFT, even just awakening to the power of like our energy field, because in mainstream psychology, at least at that time, it was very much focused on your thoughts and your belief system. And all of that supported me so much. Like I still integrate a lot of that into my work today around reprogramming our unconscious mind. So it's on board with what we desire to create and experience, but bringing in this element of your energy, how you are vibrating, what frequency you are tapped into just opened up a door to so much. And I really began to see how much people were benefiting from these different paths in energy psychology. So initially, again, I started to bring EFT, the emotional freedom technique into my work, and it just it continued to expand from there. So shortly after that, I was guided to some incredible teachers who worked within the Akashic Records, and that's what really changed everything for me and my personal journey. It was after working in the records that I gained clarity on my soul gifts, on my path that I meant to take in my business. And I saw huge growth in my income during that time, just clarity on what I'm here to do. So I'm like, mm -hmm. there's something here. So I went more down that path of just working within the records initially, just on my own to see personal healing and transformation. And eventually it came to the point where I was called to get certified. So I became a certified uh, Kashuk reader. 
And then after just seeing the benefits this had for my clients, like the clarity that came through on what their gifts are, what their soul path is, the growth in their business, it kind of came to the point where I started certifying other people in the records as well. So that's a little bit of um, the evolution of the journey. But there are many beautiful tools gained along the way that I continue to incorporate into my work as well. Mm, That's beautiful. Wow. Can you tell me, um, when, if someone doesn't know what Akashic Records are, mm-hmm. can you explain what it is and how do you work? So let's say someone comes in, how do you work with people um, tapping into the Akashic Records? Yeah, so the Akashic Records is a cosmic library. So every thought that's ever been thought is held in that space. As we tap into the records, it reveals our unique soul journey. So our soul journey throughout many lifetimes, and it also brings us back to our unique blueprint for success. So we each incarnate into this earthly plane with a unique mission, a unique journey, unique intentions, unique gifts, and the records shine light on that. It really gives us a glimpse into what our highest timeline is for this soul journey. So more than anything, it's a space we access. Many people see it as like, you know, I think in their mind, like books, (laughs) and sometimes it's portrayed that way. But really, more than anything, the Akashic field is an energy. It's a frequency that we learn to access. So it's a higher vibrational frequency that every human has access to. So when we tap into that space, we also connect into our highest self. So our higher self isn't attached to the beliefs, the programs, the doubts or fears we've picked up on our journey. It's so much more than all of that. So we begin to adapt to the consciousness of our higher self. It's also a way of connecting with our spirit team, angels, guides, loved ones, our divine teachers, our ascended masters. So there's really a lot of support in that space as well. And it's something we can all learn to tap into and access like anything, you know, it's a skill and a practice to learn to access that realm of consciousness and then anchor the wisdom and the guidance into our human experience. Experience, so we benefit from it, but it's something we can all do. So when I do something that would have to be done through meditation. Yes, because a big part of it is relaxing the body and meditation is very broad. So different teachers would have different ways of accessing the records. I focus a lot on getting very grounded, relaxing our nervous system, handing over outdated patterns, beliefs and density before we even tap into that field. Because if we're in a space of overwhelm, which a lot of us are, like our nervous system is overdrive, we are feeling overwhelmed, it's harder to access those higher realms of consciousness. So that's what I say, yeah, meditation would be a huge part of it, just in the sense that we want to relax our body. Now, the more that we get used to accessing that space, we can tap in really quickly. So I do have, you know, a process I bring people through that is very relaxing. It'll help bring them back to their soul frequency and, and, you know, guide them right into the records. But as you get used to being in that space, you don't always have to go, you know, through a certain process in order to enter because you can just tap in more quickly. So when you're going through this process, do they tap in into their own Akashic records or this is something that you tap in for them with their, um, I guess, 
you have to ask them for the permission, right? Or how would that work? Yeah, so they would tap into their records and I would be in their records with them. So I work the record, the Akashic records. I mean, I have my certification. I have many different programs. And then there would be, you know, sometimes I open up spots for readings where I guide them through the process of opening their Akashic records. So they're in that space as well. And I'm also in that space. So when I'm in that space with them, I can channel any messages that are coming through, channel clearings, channel activations. But I really love to empower people with being able to tap into their own records as well. So anytime we're working together, people are tapped into their unique records because that's where the magic is. That's where you come back to your unique blueprint. That's where you get the clarity and the answers and guidance that you desire. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've tried it once doing it myself and just say, I don't think I reached that level. (laughs) So I'm not sure if I need some guidance or I need something. So we'll talk after. Yes, totally. A lot of people say that. And, you know, that's what brings a lot of people into the certification is they enter that space and they tend to feel like if they're doing a meditation, because I have a lot of, you know, free meditations that we can share out with your community as well. Like they feel the love in that space. They feel the power of being in that space. And then they want to go further. They're like, okay, I really want to be able to access this on my own. I want to know how to work in this space to gain clarity for myself when I'm making decisions in life or what direction to take my business. And, And again, we all have the ability to do that but like anything it is a practice and that's why long before I became certified I did this work for myself and then after becoming certified really you know found my way in the records before offering that as a certification because it does take time to really explore that space and you know be a vessel and channel for what wants to flow through so I always want to make it clear like we all have that ability it's not like certain people have that gift and others don't we all can but like any tool that we're working with we they get done to practice (laughs) yeah well I I remember when you or I connected with you about eight years ago and I remember your journey going um from the start I remember being on the phone with you from because I was in a this you know in the position of a I guess desperate position (laughs) and I was trying to reach out to certain people and uh, watching you grow from eight years ago to now is absolutely amazing. Really, really amazing. Thank you. It, yeah. It's been a journey. I mean, it I always good. say like the entrepreneurial journey is the best personal growth yeah. <laughs> course we will ever take because we'll face every doubt we have, every limiting belief. And in order to grow and evolve, we get to lean into it. We get to move through it. So, and I think especially as spiritual entrepreneurs, it really is about our own growth and evolution that then translates into our business and how we show up in our teachings as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't even know if I would recognize the person I was eight years ago. (laughs) You're not, you're definitely not. You have grown so much. You like, you are such a goddess. It's unbelievable. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So how do you balance your Mm. personal life and your professional um, life for Mm. commitment? 
Yeah. Oh, it's such a good question. And when I first started my business, it's so funny. I used to teach a lot on balanced living, <laughs> which was really about coming back to what we value. And I had a whole protocol around that, that, you know, I eventually evolved on from that space, but it is, a, it is an important question in our life, how we balance these different things. And being an entrepreneur can take a lot of our time and energy and focus. And for me, it's so much deeper. Like it, it's my business, but it feels like my path. It's my passion. It's my purpose in the world. So I love to devote a lot of time and energy yeah. <laughs> into my business because it never feels like work. It really just feels something like that. Feels naturally, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't mean there's not challenges or obstacles or any, because there certainly is. It's it's just at the end of the day, it fuels me. It's what I love. It is my path. So there is a lot of energy and focus that is poured into that. But I also have my husband as well and family and like any other human <laughs> obligations and other part of our life as well. Yeah. So for me, it really is about, you know, honoring and finding a balance that works for me in each season of my life as well. Like I don't think balance is so much about dedicating an equal amount of time to everything in our life, but it's more about looking at what are my priorities at this time yeah, and being able to lean into that. And that's, it's kind of like a counterbalance a little bit, because if we neglected a part of our life, we're going to see that part of our life suffering. Absolutely. And we may be in a season where we we need to give a little more energy and time to that. So, yeah. you know, I'm just aware of what are my priorities in any given season and am, am I honoring that? Am I honoring my values at any given time? There's also different things, you know, we do like my husband and I have date night every Friday. So that's kind of marked in our schedule as something we do. You know I always that is so important. Yeah. So important at it as an entrepreneur, as a, as a woman. I think yeah. it's so important because we, when we focus on something, I find it that we neglect yeah. the other part of it, of our mm -hmm. you know, part of our life, right. you know, in our life. And yeah. Um, yeah, as you said, it's so important to even go in and schedule that date. Yes. You know, you have to be conscious about it and you have to remember it. Don't be like, I'll do it next week. Oh, we'll do it next week. But something else will come up next week. Okay, well, we'll do it next week. Three weeks passes and you haven't had that date, right? That connection. And it's so important, especially if you are so busy, yeah. you know, and uh, beautifully said, beautifully said, Kara. Oh, thank you. Yeah, scheduling it in is um, yeah. it's key, right? And we've done that for years. I always look forward to it. So I think that's it as well. Like it's just having it in our schedule and then making that commitment with whatever it is in our life that we're wanting to prioritize. And, you know, for me as well, and I know this is your specialty, Alexandra, like health and taking care of our body. So important for me as well. Like it's a top value. So making time to exercise, making sure I'm getting my sleep in the mornings. I don't book client calls in the mornings. I leave that time for me to ease into my day, to do meditation, to come back to my blueprint, basically, before I check my email, before I log on to Instagram, I make sure I'm grounded in my truth or else we get pulled into other people's energy. So there are certain practices I have that are very helpful and necessary if we want a sustainable business yeah. as well. Like if we want something sustainable, it's we got to take care of ourselves. We can't get into burnout because we are 
not going to get a whole lot done if we're burnt out. And it also just defeats the purpose if we're growing yeah. a business, but we don't feel good. <laughs> Those are the non-negotiable boundaries that you have to, um, you know, put it down and make sure that you follow through that. Yeah. yeah. I know because you were talking about, you know, not going on the on the phone in the morning or not to talk to clients in the morning and do the meditation. I went through that phase about three or four years ago where I would, I had nothing else. And I was, I think maybe like a lost little soul who lived of that anxiety, having that phone and looking through the messages and consciously I had to stop myself. And Mm -hmm. I've been practicing this now, I'd say close to two years now. And I, I wake up, I don't even touch my phone. It's away until all my kids go to school, everything's set. And then I'm ready to sit down to start my day. Then I'll go through some messages. Like you and I connected this morning, obviously I had, you know, that was, I was one of them, but yeah, it's so important to consciously Mm. know that this is what you're not going to do, or this is what you are going to do. Oh, I love that. It's so true. We need those really healthy boundaries and, and to know yeah. where those energy leaks are in our life. And I mean, I, I enjoy social media. I love social media. And I also know we need to have boundaries and be very intentional with yeah. it, especially with growing our business. We can't just be endlessly scrolling or yeah. comparing or you know, logging in first thing or last thing at night, or it becomes detrimental. So it's all in how we use it. And I think that is... Uh, something that can help so many people to have those healthy boundaries around the time that's spent on social media, but yeah. also how you're spending that time when you're on social media, like being really intentional with it and noticing is it draining your energy or are you taking energy from that space? This has come up with a lot of my private clients lately, just feeling a little drained from social media and noticing they're taking on energy. So having clearing practices so you're not then carrying that into your life. Yeah. Um, my other question is, cause we're talking about energy right now. Yeah. What I've learned is that whenever I'm in the room or I'm walking somewhere, I can feel someone tapping into my energy. And sometimes yeah. I'll come home, like, let's say unconsciously, I, someone tapped in and I come home and I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, can you say something about that? Because when we talk about energy, how can you, Mm-hmm. Just unhook yourself from someone feeling <laughs> your energy, for example. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, yeah, I think as empaths, which are probably a lot of um, women that'll be drawn <laughs> to your podcast. And I know I'm an empath, many people in my world. And I think, you know, the old paradigm empath was the sponge. We absorb everything. I say the old paradigm because what I've started to shift into and teach my clients is the frequency keeper. So instead of absorbing the energy, we get grounded in our frequency and we determine the energy. We shift the energy. So instead of responding or soaking it up, we stay strong in our frequency. And that really is a practice. I think, again, beginning your morning with a meditation or before you go shopping, before you go to a party or gathering, you take time to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, the intention around how you want to feel and get anchored in your body. And that could be through deep breathing, 
EFT, opening your records. But it could be as simple, like if people are like, I don't know those practices, just take a moment to breathe, feel your feet flat on the floor, connect to your body, and be intentional about the energy you are in because it's a little thing that we can do that makes a world of difference because most people don't. They move from one task to the next or they mm. leave their home. They're not grounded to begin with. So they're going out, you know, say to a grocery store, somewhere very maybe Costco mm. chaotic energy. Of course, like if you're not grounded in your field and you tend to be very sensitive, you're going to take on others. You're going to take on that chaos. But if you take that time to really just hone in, you'll have, you'll be in a better position going in (laughs) to different scenarios and then just clear your energy after even cutting cords, I'll call on Archangel Michael to cut any cords that are keeping me attached to other people or places that are not mine. We just call him in, feel those cords being cut away. I'll call on Archangel Raphael to do any healing work. So that's a little practice I've had for a while too. Archangel Michael, cut the cords, Raphael to heal. And there's so much spiritual support surrounding us. Our angels want to help us do that. And that also comes back to intention as well. We're being intentional about not then bringing energy we've taken from outside, from the grocery store, back into our yeah. We're just intentionally clearing it. Yeah. I always envision myself, and maybe, I mean, that's just my way. I mm-hmm. always envision myself in this blue cocoon. <laughs> so I would walk oh. into Costco, for example, and I'll be like, okay, <sighs> walk it. <laughs> because what I would find out, especially like going to Costco, I would, I would stress myself out because yeah. I, it's not like I don't like crowds, but mm-hmm. when I go in, I go in and I'm out yeah. and yeah. having so many people walking through and I'm kind of trying to zigzag through it, mm-hmm. it's very stressful. And then, like I said, I would leave the store and I would be just drenched from anxiety because mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my goodness. So what I learned through this process is literally I would envision myself sitting or sitting walking and I would have this shield protecting energy things coming on me. And then I would just, you know, go around and walk around and do my thing, you know? Such a beautiful practice. I love that. And I think that can like, well, clearly whatever works for you works. And I I love that too. Like I'm a very um, feeling based person, I guess with the different clairs, like you would say clear sentience. So I kind of feel that shield around me and it's like there, that energy, I'm kind of in my own bubble (laughs) a little bit. And you know, I always say like not out of protection or like fear, like we don't want to be in protection of like fear mode. Right. But it's more about that frequency keeper, just staying in our energy staying in our lane, not getting pulled in every direction or else it is very anxiety inducing and overwhelming and disempowering as well. So I love that idea of the bubble and, um, you know, what I find helpful with that too, it's like any holding the intention that anything that's not a match to that frequency that you're in or anchoring in is alchemized. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. even reach your space as alchemized before it even comes in and just Mm -hmm. cleared away. Yeah, but that's absolutely it. So if anybody wants that, they can reach you <laughs> and you can help them through that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Can you share a memorable success story mm. that you are uh, 
very proud of? Ooh, what a good question. So there's so many different ones throughout my journey, really. But even if I just look back to first leaning in and saying yes to taking this journey of entrepreneurship and following my spiritual path, because I know that it takes a lot of courage as well, where people may not understand it, people may judge it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I remember just first starting this journey in the online space and being terrified to put myself out there. I was terrified to share quotes inspirational quotes that weren't even mine because I thought other people would judge me. I thought that to be in this world, this coaching realm, I had to be like a Tony Robbins who is amazing. I'm very different. I'm more in the feminine, very different approach. <laughs> so yeah. I judgment. I judge myself. I worried other people would judge me. So I'm so proud that despite those fears, I leaned in and I did it. I, you know, hired mentors to help me with the mindset to help me with my energy, to help me with the strategy. And then I was also bold enough to take action, even though I felt the fear. I showed up, mm -hmm. I did it, and it got easier as I went. And I think there's something about taking action and, you know, not just waiting until all the fears are gone and not waiting until there's no more doubts because that day really never comes. And each new level of our business, there's new doubts and there's new fears and we, we have to lean into it. And when we do, we recognize it's not as scary as we thought. So I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there, being visible when it felt scary. Uh, so many moments of not getting pulled into other people's belief system as well around what's possible in this space like even when we moved into the pandemic and there was all that fear that year I more than doubled my income in my business I'm proud mm -hmm. of that because I'm proud of you know showing up and not get getting pulled into the worries over the economy and instead just being led by service and like wow more than ever people are in need of support and guidance during this time and so it was an incredible year of growth in my business that had a really solid foundation under it, but it really took off. So I'm proud of myself for showing up in that time as well. Wow. That expansion. Yeah. Amazing. That is absolutely, that, you know what, those were the times when people really needed that kind of support for sure. So good for you. They yeah. were seeking it. They were seeking it. It was a time, I think, you know, where we really question, where are we in our life? Are we happy with how things are going? And, you know, really wanting that spiritual connection. So I, you know, led with service and I, it was amazing to see the people that were able to be supported during that time. I think, I think uh, COVID has really um shifted a lot of people's perspective and yeah. uh, start asking a lot of questions in their lives. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I see even just as someone who studies the astrology too, we're, we're ready for another big ascension and massive up-leveling in 2024. <laughs> we are yeah. stepping into a time of big expansion for the collective. And yeah. I see more light workers just stepping up and sharing their gifts and there's space for all of it. And all of it is welcomed and needed as part of that ascension on right. the planet. Right. We definitely need the uplift for sure. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so when, um, what advice would you give to someone um, mm -hmm. when they're starting out in the field, um, a similar passion as you? 
I would say really taking time to come back to your blueprint. So I love helping people do that through astrology and the records. The reason it's so key is otherwise you will get pulled into a million different directions and possibly get very overwhelmed because everybody says, this is the way, this is what you have to do, right? And they think their way is the way. And it's not that their way doesn't work, it does. It's more that there's a million different ways that you can grow and expand. So having that really solid foundation around what are your gifts. What is your mission? What is a way of showing up and sharing your services that feels aligned and authentic and sustainable for you? So getting to know your blueprint. And again, I love to do that through astrology and the records. There are so many different ways out there now. They all are valuable. They all point to the same energy, whether it's human design or numerology, they offer something very unique, but they each come back to our soul blueprint and knowing that is key. And I think the more, you know, we can dig in and get to know our unique path, our unique gifts, our unique manifestational style, we're going to be set up for success and like true success, not just reaching our income goals or having our business grow, but feeling good in the process, doing it in a way that feels aligned for us. So that's definitely the advice I would give. And like, you know, be intentional about who you follow as well. (laughs) Be intentional Mm -hmm. about who you work with, ensuring that you align with them, not just results that people are promising, but who they are as a person and how they've built what they've built. Yeah. I, I think that's something I'm very happy that I've done throughout my business with any mentors that I work with. It's not just what result they get me, but it's who they are as a person, what they value. Can I feel their heart? <laughs> and yeah. I found that has led me to something incredible people who have also contributed to my healing and business growth as well, but it was who they were being as a person yeah, tap into your inner self, tap into your gut feeling. It's that energy again, right? When you meet someone and you have that connection and if they resonate with you, then yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So trust your intuition, know your blueprint. <laughs> yeah, I, I always say the same thing. I'm like, relearn as a woman to really tap in into this because we have that ability. We We were born with it, but you forgot about it. And I think it's so important to really look inside Mm -hmm. and listen to these little voices, you know? Is. So. Oh, yeah. Our intuition is connected to our soul's truth. So it'll allow us to our highest path. So always trust your intuition, even when it doesn't logically make sense. Often it won't. Our soul isn't logical. Our intuition isn't logical, but it has access to so much wisdom beyond logic. So always trust it. Yeah, for sure. So what are your future goals or aspiration? I love that, especially this time of year, thinking into what's next. So the records have been speaking to me more than ever before. So I want to get this into the hands of more people, helping them come back to their blueprint, their path, their truth. So really looking at reaching more people with the magic of that and with the magic of astrology as well, which again, brings you back to your soul blueprint, your divine path, and can really help you make sense of what's unfolding in your life, the different seasons you are in. So 
really driven just to continue to reach more people with this healing work and also supporting other light workers and creating that expansion in their life as well. Like really feeling confident in what their gifts are and boldly showing up, not letting fears of visibility hold them back, not letting money blocks hold them back, not letting any of those things stop them from really sharing their light, sharing their work. So that's actually a huge part of my mission as other light workers rising into their power and having the the tools available to them to make the difference they're here to make on the planet. Mm, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, what are the books? Um, are there any books or resources that have a significant impact on you and your personal um, or professional growth? Um, yeah. Would you like to share some or? Oh, I'm always reading. I have so many books. So like, what are the ones that have had a big impact on me? So one of my all time favorites with astrology is called the only astrology book you'll ever need. I got that years ago and it supported my journey so much. So anyone interested in um, astrology and going much deeper than like your zodiac sign that will uh, give you the bigger picture. That's a really good read. Um, with the Akashic Records, it's so interesting. I have not been drawn to many books that resonate with me in that space. So, and I think that makes my style of teaching the records. I've heard from many people, like it really resonates with them. It's very different than what they've seen. So I am certified in the records after finding my way to the teacher that really resonated with me learning from her. I really just kind of explored that space on my own and I've made it my own <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I really yeah haven't I don't have a lot to recommend with the the record side because I've been more just learning from my teacher and then really looking at what my angels and guides want to have uh, channel through me. Yeah, that's it. When you tap in, you know it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about your um your program? So how can people reach you, for example? Mm, well, I have a beautiful Akashic meditation, actually a series of them that people can access. So I think I had sent you that link. I'll make sure you have the link, Alexandra, yes, to that up for anyone that is um, yeah. interested in going deeper. They're really beautiful meditations where I guide people into the records. There's one on jumping timelines and aligning with their highest path in business, one on activating abundance and magic. I'm actually in the process of creating a new one that's going to be part of that series as well for people. Oh yeah, so that's a beautiful place to start. And you can, yeah, just listen to the audios of those anytime, anywhere. <laughs> so really is it, on is it on YouTube or do you have other channels? Um, podcast stream that people can upload and just listen to okay. so that's where it's so helpful yeah and I do have YouTube as well though so I am on YouTube yes. under Kara Melendi Akashic Astrologer doing new and full moon videos every month there and I really channel guidance from the records and we go into the astrology that's happening on Instagram under Kara Melendi Facebook group has many beautiful videos and trainings and it's spiritual goddesses healing the world together is the name of the Facebook community, a beautiful, beautiful group of goddesses in there. And yeah, those are some places to start if anyone's wanting to go deeper. And each of those are free resources that are very high value as well. Oh, that's wonderful. I will definitely share all the information with all the women that will come and uh, listen to this podcast. And uh, yeah, is there anything else you would like to add, Kara? 
Oh, it's so wonderful connecting, Alexandra. It was, this was a really fun uh, conversation. So yeah, I look forward to uh, supporting anyone more deeply that's uh, feeling the call to co-create together. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you for having I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk soon. <laughs>